everybody. Uh, welcome back to Gaining Pearls of Wisdom with me, Jocelyn. Uh, today, we're meeting a new person. This is Nick, also known as Wick Nalsh. Wick Nalsh. He is a, <laughs> Wick Nalsh. He is an avid gamer. Nick, say hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay. Hopefully, the listeners are too. Yeah, so today, I'll be asking you a bunch of questions, and hopefully, we can... Learn some things together. You ready? Let's do it. All right. So I heard that you're a gamer. I have gamed on occasion. (laughs) You've gamed on occasion. I've been known to game. I see. I see. So I guess my first real question is, what does it mean to be a gamer, in your opinion? Involved in the gaming community in one facet or another. So you could just be um, a participant in the games. Uh, I consider people who watch gamers game to be gamers. Mm. Um, it's like, it's also participation sport, right? Or um, what, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I think that's good. Or just just watching, right? Like if you're, yeah. if I'm not gaming or out doing something else, I'm watching people play games. Right? I like to watch people play the games that I also play. I'm, and the, the involvement's just as significant, I guess, for me. So you watch streamers? Mm-hmm. Uh, I use uh, Twitch or YouTube or my main two. Or I'll just, you know, just some games like Overwatch. I love playing Overwatch. I can join a game not as a player, but as a spectator. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Oh, like in-game you can join as a spectator. Yeah, like if, if my friends are online, I can just join a game that they're in as a spectator and like hop around from character to character as they're playing. Cool. Right? I like it. Yeah. So I guess that leads me into my next question is what kinds of games do you play? Mainly shooters, first person shooters. I've never really branched out much more than that. Overwatch is probably the most complicated game mm-hmm. I guess I've, I've played. As in there's like different roles, like you have healers and support, but it's still essentially a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. How did you how did you get into gaming? Way back in two thousand and three, four ish. In the maybe olden little, days. Yeah, the olden days. Maybe a little earlier. I had an older sister and I went to a party with her and there were a bunch of dudes playing uh, Halo, the original Halo. And I was like, what is this wizardry? <laughs> and they're like, here, you should you should play. And I was like, all right, I play. And then I just, it was miserable. I got killed all the time. But like, it was awesome. Just the, the atmosphere w- was awesome. Like everyone just being engaged. I was like back when like land parties were a thing, right? So like you'd go over to people's houses and you'd have like multiple TVs up and everyone like, I don't know. It's just like the, the atmosphere was just incredible. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like that's kind of what attracted you to gaming was Mm -hmm. connecting to other people. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. That's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast. There seems to be this sort of perception of of the gamer as like a solitude person, like a person of solitude. Uh, that's gaming alone in their mom's basement and like doesn't have a job and whatever. But what what I've seen is that there are all these communities that have sort of cropped up of people who use gaming to specifically to connect with one another in a sort of like mind kind of thing. Oh yeah. If, if I jump on and 
uh, I go to like like the home thing or whatever, and I, I see no one else is online that I play with or whatever, I'm, I might not stay on. Mm. Or I'll jump into like a social game and try and find someone new. And that just, but there has to be some kind of other human engagement. Otherwise, I don't really find any joy out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like um, individual games where there's like no communication oh. between other players. Like it's infuriating. <laughs> so yeah, the community stuff is vital for you. Mm-hmm. Have you made friends in gaming that you don't know in real life? Yeah. 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 What's the proportion? Oh, of of friends online versus friends in uh, reality, if you will, mm-hmm. or like in uh, physical and non-physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, most of my friends are, are physical friends, actual, like I can see them interact mm-hmm. with them physically. I have just a few. Friends. I, I used to have a lot more when Halo kind of like as a franchise died out for me, like it's still ongoing. But when that, kind of left when they stopped supporting like uh, Halo 3 and Halo Reach or whatever, it kind of died out. That was like most of my friends were between those two games. When a game is no longer supported, does that mean that you can't play it online? Well, like you can play, um, there's a, there's another, it's the Halo Reach uh, Master Chief Collection or whatever. So like, like I can play all the games now, but it's not, it's not supported in the same way. Like there's not like the in-game chat and there's not like the same community there. Right. So like you can't, before it was like a, like it was like a thing. It was a deal, right? Like we get on, we communicate, like, you know, it's like two on one or whatever. So like I'm putting shots on a, on another guy or whatever. And I call out like, Hey, you know, this guy's a one shot or whatever, like, or a grenade over here. And without that kind of like interaction, it's like, what am I doing? You know, it's just, it's like just trying to hold on for no reason. Right. Just for <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what do you think it means to be a gamer for non-gamers? Like what non-gamers think of gamers? What do non-gamers think gamers are? Yeah. Like in your experience, do you, I assume you know people that aren't gamers the way that you're a gamer. Mm -hmm. What do they think about your gaming? Well, I guess like if there's anything negative, it's like, it's like a nerd thing. Or like you don't have anything to do other than game, right? Like you're not involved elsewhere. So like why that's why you game. Like you're just like compensating or hiding or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're a nerd or you don't have anything better to do? I mean, fuck yeah, I'm a nerd. <laughs> like, ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Uh, no, uh, I use I use gaming to like enhance things, not necessarily compensate for things like. Today, I, I went to work for a few hours. I um, got off work early. I went to at a disc golf tournament or whatever. So I, I went and played that, and hung out with you know, real friends, physical friends, and then got home and jumped on with some online friends. Like it, you wouldn't think it weird to go from one room to another room you know, with different groups of people. Why, why does the medium or media, why is that being the differentiator there? Right, right. That's weird. So for you, it's kind of like going from one room to the next. It's, it's different activities that you can engage in and different groups of friends that you can spend time with. Yeah. Your in real life friends, are those people that you connect with more online or more in person or is it both? 
uh, like do the groups mix? Yeah. Like you said that you have real life friends that you game with. Mm -hmm. Are those, uh, are those people that you regularly connect with in real life? Uh, like for a time they were now, no, like it, we're separated by distance. So that's like why. Mm. So now I can be kind of a part of maintaining some of that connection. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. I mean, it's, it's way more useful than just like talking on a phone in my opinion, right? Like you get to interact three dimensionally in a way. Right. So you feel like it kind of like simulates the more of a physical experience because you can move around and interact in more of a three-dimensional way. Yeah. While you shoot people. <laughs> or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> just passing around, you know, navigating scenery or, you know, trying to figure stuff out, whatever, whatever it may be. Is that what you guys do when you're physically together, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, there'd probably be more, you know, fire and alcohol involved. Right. Which, I mean... I, I mean, I got the Xbox set up outside, you know, in the backyard. So, like, still, I, I get home and there's... You have your Xbox set up in your backyard? Hell yeah, on the back patio. I got the big TV monitor and the Xbox, my camping chair. I'll have all the beers and I'll have, um, like, pistachios or something. And I'll just munch on pistachios, drink beer, and hang out with people. It's awesome. <laughs> you combine your nature experience with your gaming experience. How how is that not superior, right? Like, <laughs> Why your backyard though? What do you mean? It's awesome. Is you it got... because it's just because it's outside? Like you prefer to be outside? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. So back in the day when um, I was in the the Marine Corps, uh, a lot of times we would we'd set up the Xboxes in common areas, which were you know indoor outdoor type things whatever like it'd be on the bottom floor but like open open wall or something right mm -hmm. but there'd be tables and chairs and stuff like that so we'd all set up everything down there and then everyone would you know just walk in and out smoking drinking doing whatever being rambunctious 20 year olds or whatever it's normal to me mm -hmm. my, my first thought's just like oh this is where you set up it's not like oh i'm gonna go set up in the backyard Aha, you learned it in the marine corps yeah yeah another another thing you feel like that's why you're more into the first-person shooters? Is that more of a Marine Corps thing? You guys all play FPS well, I mean, well, nah, I mean, yes and no, I guess. Because I started playing Halo before, but then I, I right. got in the Marine Corps and everyone else was still playing Halo. So it's like, because it started out Halo 1, you go 2, 3, and then Reach. So for a good, what, like 9, 10 years of my life, like Halo was there, right? That's what everyone, that's what you did. And then, like, Call of Duty came out, and it's like, it was like a whole paradigm shift. Or like, Modern Warfare 2 came out, I should say. Um, mm. And that was just, like, the big the big one at the time. Mm. You still play with your Marine Corps buddies? No, not really. Everyone's kind of just uh, branched out and doing different things now. They're all gaming with different people now? Yeah. Like, our, our um, we all touch base, kind of, like, just, like, remind ourselves, I guess, if you will, like, you know, where you came from, but. So we stay in touch like that, but for, for the most part, everyone's just like off doing their own thing, which is as it should be, right? Like you, you grew up on mm -hmm. your own, right? Learn together and then grow on your own. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. I like it. Um, how do you feel like this pandemic, this panorama, this Panda Express has impacted your gaming? Uh, it brought me back to it. Um, I hadn't gamed for a significant period of time 
And actually, I, I couldn't deal. I mean, I guess I could deal, but like I was starved for interaction with you know, more than a handful of people. Like I'm absolutely a people person. I need I need to be socialized. Damn it! <laughs> so I didn't have. I didn't have that, you know, the ability any longer with the pandemic. So I kind of just reached out to the gaming community and they were all there. Ah, so it's kind of a safety net for you. Oh, absolutely. Helped you get through COVID times. Mm-hmm. I know it's been a really, it's been a really rough go for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to be done. Yeah, I, well, I got my first shot, like, waiting on my second shot. Second shot will be... April 1st. Um, mm, congratulations. All right. And then hopefully more and more and more people are getting vaccinated. We can go back. Like I saw that like the CDC said, you know, vaccinated people can like hang out, you know, without masks, which was like huge. Oh, yeah. That should be very exciting. I got my card I'm... right here. My vaccination card. Look at that. Official. Uh, let the record state we see Wick Nalsh's vaccination card. It is confirmed. Is that like a HIPAA violation or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. Right. I give consent. There we go. Extra consent. Well, and it must be nice. It sounds like you're doing some, uh, what was it, disc golfing? So that at least you can do more socially distanced. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an outside outside sport, right? So. It seems like you've got some some like well-roundedness about you. You've got a job and you you go out disc golfing and you've got a lot of things going on. And yeah, that makes sense that you see gaming as a, just sort of an enhancement mm-hmm. of your the enjoyment portions of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. Um, I've got some questions about some mental health stuff. Let's do it. So... I'm looking at the intersection between gaming and and mental health. What I've been noticing is that there seems to be, I find a lot of information about like correlations between psychiatric symptoms and length of time spent gaming. So I wanted to see um, what's your experience with mental health in the gaming community, either for yourself or the people that you see, what do you see going on mental health wise? It's like a, I don't, I don't see like trends or anything mm-hmm. for me personally, but I, I really don't interact with like a broad swath of the gaming communities. Right. Like I typically, I got, I'm a chess guy. So I watch people play chess and I'll like interact in the chess communities there. As far as mental health, I, I think gamers are afflicted by the same things as everyone else. Right. So I don't know if there's uh, any outliers there. Maybe, um, um, maybe gamers are more sad, I guess. In gamers a wall, are more like, sad. Yeah, I mean, just like well, like as I'm rationalizing things now, like I don't typically think about these things anyway, right? So I'm just like working through it in my head. Um, but <laughs> using like why I came back to gaming, right? Like to find more interactions with people, hmm. right? So like maybe maybe a lot of people that game, anyways, are doing that, right? Like they don't hmm. have that interaction there for them in the three-dimensional world. So they're seeking it in the one-dimensional. Mm. So maybe people come to find gaming because they're looking to fill something. Right. That's mm. why like toxic gaming is like even worse, right? Like you, you came on seeking community and then it's just trash. 
Mm, there's a good one. What is toxic gaming? Toxic. Um, <laughs> just bad, just badness. Not, not wholesome. Not welcoming. Attack mode. Um, selfishness. Uh, an unwillingness to be any positive. <laughs> no, there's no kindness. No, they're all mean spirited. Mean spirited. Can you give me an example of what a toxic gamer might do? Uh, just like throw out a bunch of like homophobic and racist stuff, pretty much. Uh, a girl like a, a girl will uh, will get online or whatever, and there's just like immediate like sexual references and just general terrible. Then mm. an- anonymity gives bad people, you know, lets them do whatever they want. Right? Yeah, or it gives them that feeling anyway. You feel like you encounter that a lot. Uh, no, it's it's almost like there's certain games where like the the community itself kind of like fosters things like that. I think. Oh. Like uh, like over the Overwatch community for for me so far has been just amazing. Like you could just jump onto a social game and like you'll find decent people to hang out with, chit chat, be weird, whatever. Right? Just <laughs> just interact with and people are like, yeah, whatever, man, do your thing. Also, there's like different like cliques or different types Absolutely. of people. Absolutely. Mm. Whereas like like Halo or like the Call of Duty community, Call of Duty was especially bad. Like it's just like all that weird like machismo and genitalia measuring. Right. <laughs> I wonder why that is. I wonder why certain games. Do you think it's that the the games themselves attract a certain type of person, or that there's some kind of like snowball effect? Like I wonder why. Uh, I, feel, I feel like the it, it might be like an age thing like um the more toxic a community is typically to me like the more younger and more male the demographic is mm. young like young dudes are terrible people <laughs> just just in general <laughs> me included like I, yeah i mean i'm still kind of terrible but like i'm growing out of it <laughs> it got better Okay, so generally speaking, avoid the young male. I feel like it might be difficult to avoid the young male in gaming. There seems to be quite a large number of them. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, to be real, like, that's just good life advice. Like, even outside (laughs) of gaming, right? (laughs) What if you are a young male? Uh, Well, then it doubles down. (laughs) doubly avoid oneself yes (laughs) seek help (laughs) all young men between the ages of like 14 and 25 are all mandated therapy they're all mandated therapy now therapy and financial advisors bam solved the human the human existence crisis (laughs) (laughs) well thank god for this podcast and for you're welcome. Nobody comes to me for the answers, but I got them. All right. Well, here's your chance. Wick Nolsh has all the answers. We're renaming the podcast. There we go. Like oh, it. you should start your own. Oh, hey. Yeah. Sounds like work. You can call it Wick Nolsh has all the answers. Right? Hey, Wick Nolsh's wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds better than, than my first choice for podcast. I don't know. What was that? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. 
I was initially thinking about naming it because I I went into this project. It's a, this is a project that I'm doing for um, like as a requirement for graduation. And I was initially going into it thinking about how little I know about the gaming community, even though I feel very connected to it. Like I'm not much of a gamer, but I've I've had like all of my friends are gamers. Um, So I was kind of going into this podcast thinking like, really, I'm just trying to learn about things that I don't know about at all. And then I think that as a new therapist, that's probably one of the best things that I can do to develop myself as a therapist is kind of take the stance of like, I don't really know a whole lot about these things or really anything. Right. And so it's, it's better to kind of whatever. So anyways, that's a blathering explanation for um, somebody was like, Oh, it's going to be like Joe Rogan. And I, you should call it Ho Jogan. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'll just call it Ho Jogan doesn't know shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I'd probably I'd click on that. I'd click on that. <laughs> Maybe the next podcast project, right? Anyways, so yeah, we were talking about toxic gaming and mental health in the gaming community. I mean, now that we can see that all young men of a certain age should be mandated into therapy and financial advisement, do you feel like? the gaming community is missing out a little bit there. Do you think it's harder to access mental health resources or that they're less likely to go? I mean, I don't know. That might be like a hyper-personalized kind of thing, right? Like where it's just different for each individual person. Like, I mean, I've been seriously like, you know, depressed or whatever before and just threw myself wholeheartedly into or super depressed and wholeheartedly. It's kind of, I threw myself half-heartedly into game, seeking solace and just uh, avoiding uh, whatever problem I was going through. Um, and if, and if I could work, <laughs> right? You could just—it worked. <laughs> it works, yeah. You just—you know—you just—you're in a whole other, you're in a whole other realm, right? You're no longer you. You're a character, mm-hmm. right? It's like now I'm just going to solve this character's problems, right? But my character in real life, like, we'll get to those problems later. There's a mission at hand. Do you feel like that helped you get to the real problems later? Oh, well, I mean, by the time I got out of, or, you know, looked up from that game, I was a little bit older and wiser, right? (laughs) 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 I'd achieved, I've leveled up, right? I can solve my own problems a little better now. I got this magical staff. So I guess I would wonder, coming from more of a therapeutic point of view, you'd said that you think maybe gamers are a little bit sadder or that, um, maybe not that gamers are like more sad, but like, cause it, that kind of implies that the, the gaming itself is what drives that. Right. But maybe sad people become gamers. Sad people become gamers. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then I think maybe, well, yeah. Right. Cause not me. Right. <laughs> You're not a sad gamer. No, but like, I mean, like I said, I, I was missing out on human interaction and this, this fills that void to an appreciable degree. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah. But some so, people might, might use with, it as a replacement, not as a. Mm, you know. So there's a point at which it becomes problematic that it's not just a coping skill, but it's like an avoidance uh, tool. Right. Yeah. Cause I was going to say like from, from a, th- therapeutic point of view, like as a therapist, we would hope that 
someone that's struggling or someone that's, you know, feeling really sad, feeling disconnected, that one of the things that they might consider would be mental health. And so I wonder if you feel like gaming is used as a substitute for that or. or You know, I I would probably like if I were if I were looking at a friend who was using gaming as an escape mechanism Mm -hmm. and I was going to like use that as like some kind of barometer for like where they were uh, mentally, I would look at what they're playing, right? It's like if it's a RPG or like, you know, they're building a character and then going on, you know, some kind of MMO type thing where they're like, they're just this character now and they're like in an own thing. And it's like a, like a solo kind of adventure and like that's like a true escape right so i'd be like hey bro what's going on right like you're you're like world of warcraft was like that for a lot of people they were just there they went off to the woods right metaphysically mm. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> right so but like world of you, warcraft would be an example of an mmo yeah um but like if you're like for me overwatch right so like when i played there's there's five other people in this room mm-hmm. with me. and I don't like to play with people that don't communicate. So the people that I play with, we're all, it's, it's six people in a room. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's the banter is there, the back and forth, the, like the all, it's like being in real life, except you're not actually committing homicide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, which, I mean, that, that would be crazy. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I'd probably seek mental health. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little but, bit much. Might be. Different. Yeah. Um, but like, so like, that's, I mean, like you, you would do the same thing for somebody like in the physical world, right? Like if they were hanging out with a rather blue community, right? Like you're sitting in a drug den or whatever, like, you know, or like in a dark room with a bunch of, you know, sad weirdos or whatever. He's like, Hey, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in any kind of, any kind of like extreme either way, right? Like, cause mania is bad. And then depression is bad right mm. so it's more like like a fuller like alternate reality yeah the, yeah. the world of gaming the, the way that you make it sound is like yeah some games you have the opportunity to connect like some games are uh what was it i was saying some games are like a like a coffee shop or a bar or a book club and other games are more like a drug dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if, if I were, if I were trying to like tell someone about what gaming is um, or like how, how to like approach gamers or, or gaming or the community, like a, as like a whole, like just treat it like the real world. Right. Cause it is, it's just as mm. complex, just as rich, just as changing and, and whatnot. The, all the interactions are there and you got the different groups and, and hierarchies also, right. Like you'll have, developers and stuff playing a game you know with other with other gamers and and that those dynamics are known right like on some games that like the gamer tag or whatever denotes or connotes that you know hey this is a developer oh shit like i'm playing like this guy knows all the fucking you know all the things um (laughs) (laughs) so like you couldn't really just like look at somebody that like game is like six hours a day and you're like okay that's bad why right like hanging out with people six hours a day wouldn't isn't bad Mm-hmm. Uh, like okay well six hours a day playing what with who is there that interaction is there not that interaction mm. you know what what type of gameplay is being done what how are you interacting with your character what is it? 
Like, do, do you have a good character that, like, you know, you just went off the deep end and now you're turning him evil? Like, well, I mean, that's a, you know, that's definitely a, a mental shift in you, right? Like, that's... Sounds like, like something whatever that might it be is, therapeutically significant. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's how the, like, in, you know, uh, Ender Wigan in... Uh, damn, Ender's Game. Ender's Game, right? Like, they use the game to, like, watch him psychologically and develop, yeah. like, a profile on him, right? So each individual yeah. thing right like that's it's just it's a complex changing world like you can't yeah. just like that's right i mean the whatever it was called the little mind game where mm-hmm. you just sort of wandered around but everything was psychologically significant yeah i mean and it, to to some degree like i guess it could be right like there's probably some professional out there that could create a a roadmap to like watch somebody's gaming and be like, okay, look, there's a mental shift here, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, ideas, ideas. Right. <laughs> Solving all the world's problems and coming Come up to with new fancy ideas. <laughs> right. Come to she knows the things. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So it's just kind of like the world. It, it's, it is the world. Just a, another aspect of it. Right. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, describe real, right? Describe real? Yeah, like... What a difficult question. I ask the questions. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I Yeah, I don't know that I could. What is real? What does it mean to be real? <sighs> Solving all the world's problems and leaving more questions than you answered. That's how you end a podcast right there. on the next episode Um, on the next episode we talk to someone who has fewer answers um (laughs) i guess i do i do have one last question what you got is there anything that you want mental health workers or just general non-gamers to understand about gaming well here i would just reiterate that the gaming community and gaming is every bit as, you know, valid as anything else, right? Like, it's not something that you, oh, like, you game. Like, oh, you, you, you know, you hang out with people, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like, why? That's, it's Gaming's pretty new in, you know, in human existence, right? Like, it's only been, sure. like, 20, 30, 30, 40 years, something like that, right? It, at, at this level, anyway, probably, like, yes. 15, 20 years, yeah. right? So... It's, it's an existence is, or it's just like an aspect of life, right? Hmm. Like I, I can go on and hang out with people. You can, you can go like on, on Overwatch. I keep referencing that because it's the game that I play the most right now. Like you can literally just like uh, search groups that are like, you know, people seeking people to play with or whatever. And they'll have like a title, right? Like 18 plus or 25 and over, whatever it is. But uh, like a lot of times it's just like, hey, we're just hanging out. We're not even going to play. We're just going to be in a party and, and talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Um, cool. Yeah, hell yeah! I'll sit around and talk about stuff. Sounds awesome. I would do that now. I'm literally doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have set up a game to play while we were doing this, right? <sighs> Come up with a podcast game. Help us learn more about ourselves. Right, look at you with the answers. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I guess that that will be the end of my questions. And thank you very much for coming to talk to me. Thank you for having me. Yes, anytime. Maybe Uh we'll have you 
have you on again to give us more answers. Sounds what? like this is a very productive meeting. Yeah, let's, let's do it. I'll, I'll, you know, just uh, I'll come up with more answers between now and then, and <laughs> hopefully the questions that you ask me, I have those answers. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, everybody, to me and Wick over here having our chat. And uh, stay tuned for his upcoming podcast that he'll be making up soon. Wick Nolch has all the answers. I like it. (laughs) I'm going to go write down the answers right now. All right. Bienvenidos. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.